And welcome everyone to this 90-minute Baptiste Vinyasa flow. We'll begin with a meditation seat. And your meditation seat could be seated in easy seat. It could be child pose. You can just close your eyes and take a deep breath in through your nose. Pausing at the top of your breath. Exhale out your mouth. Deep breath in through your nose, filling the lungs up from the bottom to the middle to the very top. Pause. And exhale out your mouth. Inhale through your nose. Dip in a little more air if you can. Pull the chin a little closer towards the chest. And then let it go. Relax your shoulders. Come into your natural rhythm of breath. Feel and connect and bring your awareness to your feet. And in relation to your physical body, what parts of your feet may be touching the earth, your mat, or blanket? Notice all your toes, the bottoms of your feet, the tops of your feet, the sides, moving from the toes to your ankles. Noticing anything that's showing up in the ankles ankles moving up through your calves and shins towards your knees and resting your awareness in your knees. Notice any sensations showing up. Your knees could use some support. Maybe blocks underneath them if you're in an easy seat. A blanket if you're in child. Just noticing the sensations. Bring your awareness up on your knees, your thighs, your hamstrings, to the hips, to the pelvis. Meditation gives us access to the present moment. Allows us to connect to the physical, this breath. From the pelvis, working your way up your spine line from your tailbone, up through the lumbar, low back, thoracic, mid, all the way up between the shoulder blades into the base, right behind the place behind your throat to the base of your skull. Allow your shoulders to relax even more, away from your ears. Bring your awareness to the tops of your shoulders and see if they can relax a bit more. Like a waterfall, bring your awareness down each arm to your biceps, triceps, elbows, forearms, wrists, into the fingertips. And if you're in a place where you can bring your fingertips to touch, bring all your awareness to your thumb tips. You may feel some warmth or tingling. 
maybe you feel nothing at all. There's no right and there's no wrong. Bring your awareness to your first finger. It's the tips where they're touching or if they're in space, just the tips of your first finger. Move your awareness to the middle fingertips. Bring your awareness to your ring fingers, the tips. Maybe you feel some heat building within your palm. To your pinky fingers, just the tips. Maybe you feel the energy rising in the palms, the hands, the fingertips. As your awareness is dialed in to this space of your body. Slowly bring that awareness and the energy up each arm evenly to the base of your skull. From the base of your skull to the crown of your head and maybe you'll find more length in your spine here. Taking the whole of your physical body from your toes, from your fingers, the crown, from the skin into the marrow of your bones, all the way in to your spine line and then back out, radiating out to the skin. Soften your jaw. And just notice, be the observer. Notice the breath. Notice the chest rising and falling. With your eyes closed, bring your awareness to your surroundings and your physical body within that space. Invite peace and ease with strength and vitality. Vitality defined is power, energy, strength. Bring that with the sense of ease and peace. And go out in your mind's eye beyond your space, outside the walls of your space. Radiating the peace, the ease, strength. Out beyond your walls to the city that you're in. Past the city lines further into the county that you're in. Pulsing that energy beyond the state lines, beyond to the U.S., and beyond to the whole world. 
key. E. Strength. Vitality. Press your hand palms together. If you're seated, bring your thumb tips to your chest. Take a deep breath in through your nose. And a full exhale out your mouth. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale, empty. Interlacing your fingers, the bottom of your exhale. With your eyes still closed, stretch your palms away from you if you're seated. If you're in child's pose, just maybe rocking right to left a little bit, and then everyone find your child's pose. The pose of a child. Knees out wide. Maybe you pull them up under your torso. Maybe for this passive few breaths, you reach back towards your ankles. And start to dial in your ujjayi breath. The breath that stirs up the heat, the tapas. Pulling the pit of the belly in and up. Controlled breathing. In through the nose and out through the nose. Soften the jaw. Set your intention for this practice. Is it vitality, strength, energy, power? Empowerment, balance, with peace and ease in your practice. If your arms are not reaching forward, go ahead and reach them forward and dial the hands into the mat, away from one another, like you're opening jars in opposite directions. Even the finger pads press down slightly, so the forearms may lift, and your shoulder blades dial onto the back body. External rotation for your shoulders. On your next inhale, rising up through tabletop to downward facing dog. And if you so choose to take some cows and cats, please do so. We're here for five breaths. So whatever takes you to where you can be comfortable in this space right now. Maybe it's two breaths in your cows and cats. Maybe it's straight to down dog and walking the dog. Checking in. Where is your body today? It's in a new place. Warming up the core with your breath. Intention with your breath. And then on your fifth exhale, walking your feet towards your hands or hands towards your feet, coming into a rag doll. 
feet are hip width distance apart. That's two fists between the big toe mound. And you can just let your arms dangle, or you can take a bind, taking opposite elbows with your hands, and maybe you interlace your fingers behind your low back. Maybe you sway like a pendulum, your torso. Perhaps you stay static. Softening the knees a lot in the beginning is a lovely thing for your torso to rest on the front of your thighs. is nice. There's no hurry to warm up the hamstrings of the back body. The sun A's and B's get us where we need to be. Breath engaged, purposeful. Pulling it in through the nose, using your diaphragm to press it out. Keeping the pit of the belly lifting in and up. Release your hands down if you have an arm bind. Toe your feet together. Big toes may come towards one another, the heels slightly apart from one another. Inhale to a halfway lift. Hands can be on the shins or in space. Long spine. Exhale, fold. Inhale, rise to extended Tadasana, palms facing one another over your head, reaching up. And exhale, hands to heart center or swan dive, yogi's choice, forward fold. Inhale to a halfway lift. Exhale to a high plank and hold your high plank. Your high plank could be with your knees down on a blanket. I like blankets for my knees these days. If you're in a full plank, energetically drag your hands, your palms towards your toes, toes towards your palms, engage and turn on, ignite your front body with vitality. That's the word of the day. So bring a sense of ease in your shoulders. Can you do that? Can you shift your weight forward on your next inhale and begin to lower to your degree? It could be all the way down. It could be hovering at low plank. Upward facing dog on your inhale or cobra, chest opens up forward towards the front of your space and exhale downward facing dog. Let the hips lift you up and go back. Down dog, five breaths. Maybe your heels touch, maybe they don't. The directions of the heels are down. Dialing in those hands away from one another, keeping those shoulders Externally rotating the shoulder blades, pressing on the upper back. Maybe you can shake your head around a little bit and just notice if you're holding tension in the back of your neck. Is the pit of the belly in and up? Is your breath steady and strong? On your next inhale, maybe gazing between the hands, soften the knees as you exhale, bring your feet forward. Inhale to a halfway lift. Exhale, forward fold. Inhale, root to rise. Press down to the four corners of your feet. Toes are light. Reach the palms facing one another over your head. Exhale, fold. Let it go. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, high to low plank. One exhale. Inhale to your upward facing dog. And then you exhale for five breaths to your downward facing dog. And breathe. And find that balance of strength, vitality, peace, and ease in your practice.
On your first exhale, let it go. Bring your feet forward. You can step, float, handstand. Bring your feet forward between the hands. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, fold it in. Chin pulls in towards the chest. Root to rise, press down through your legs and reach up through your ring finger. Get tall, maybe a little back then. I just press your hips forward. And then exhale, fold. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, high to low plank. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Pose. Ha. If you need three cleansing breaths, you can take lion's breath here, inhaling through the nose, and then sticking your tongue out and <sighs> exhale. Nobody's here in your space right now. Let it all out as loud as you need to. On your next exhale, bringing your feet forward to the next sun A. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, fold it in. Inhale, root to rise. Bring your fingers way up. Big back bend if it's in your practice to go there. And then exhale, forward fold. Inhale, halfway lifting. Exhale, take it through to your downward facing dog. Maybe you step back this time. Maybe you continue with your Chaturanga Dandasana. Rise to low plank. You take three breaths here. As we move towards our sun bees. On your next exhale, looking forward, bring your feet forward. <clears throat> Inhale, halfway lift. Lengthening your spine, exhale, fold. Inhale, chair pose, bending the knees. Let's pause here, five breaths. Pose light, shins back a little bit. Tailbone towards the heels. Trying to take the low arch out of the back. <clears throat> a little pit of the belly in and up. Arms may be reaching by your ears. Maybe you have cactus arms. Can you dial those ribs, the shoulder blades onto the back body and then knit the front floating ribs in a little bit? Notice your neck. Is there tension rising? Can you bring it and ease and space to the neck? On your next exhale, keeping your knees bent, go ahead and reach towards the earth, then straighten your legs. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, high to low plank. Inhale, up dog. Exhale, down dog. On that same exhale, right leg steps forward to the right wrist. Rise up, warrior one. Plant your left foot. Five breaths. The left pinky toe side of your left foot, the knife edge is pressing down. So the inner arch may lift. Your right hip pulling gently back so the left hip can pull gently forward. Arms again reaching by your ears up towards the ceiling or the sky, or your arms can be bent into cactus arms. Maybe it feels good because on this next inhale to go up and back a little bit, more extension in the spine, up and back. And then hands to the earth on your exhale, three-legged dog. Right leg flies up to the sky, 
high to low plank. You'll land that right foot when you do your up dog, cobra, downward facing dog. On that exhale, on the down dog, the left leg steps forward. Plant your right foot, warrior one, five breaths on this side. Setting it up just as you did on the other side. This time your left hip taps back, right hip taps forward. Give a lot of space if you need between the feet. The left foot can toe heel over if need be. Let that left knee be stacked or gently behind your ankle as you breathe. Maybe on this next round of breath, you can get length in the spine as you reach up and maybe a little back bend as you reach back behind you. And then on your exhale, fingers down to the mat or block, left leg flies up for three-legged dog and making your way through to your downward facing dog for five nice breaths here. Resting pose could also look like a child's pose. Next exhale, bring your feet forward at the bottom of the exhale, or maybe as you exhale. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, fold. Chair pose, reach your arms and dip your hips down for your invisible chair. Move the belly in and up, knit the front floating ribs in, tailbone towards your heels. Engage your muscles to your bones, Keeping the knees bent, reaching down towards the earth as you exhale, then straighten your legs to your degree, your range of motion. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, high to low plank. And if you're really tired of high to low planks, you can just simply step back to down dog or stay in a forward fold. Totally okay. We're gonna take warrior one right side. So if you're in a forward fold, the left leg steps back, otherwise the right leg steps forward. One inhale, reach up, go back, pause at the top of your breath. And then take it through to the other side. Maybe it's through a three-legged dog. Maybe you just rest in a down dog for three breaths. And then take it to the other side. You know where you're going. The left side is going to step into a warrior one. For one inhale as you rise your torso up. And you're going to bring it all the way back down through your Chaturanga Dandasana. Or simply step it back to child pose or downward facing dog pose or a forward fold. Lots of options, and they're all okay. There is no right. There is no wrong. Can you find a piece here of vitality, strength, energy, and tie it in with the sense of ease? One more round of sunbees as you exhale. Bring your feet forward. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, fold. Inhale, chair pose. Exhale, fold. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, high to low plank. Inhale, up dog. 
Exhale, down dog. Same exhale, right leg steps forward. Warrior one, inhale, rise up. And take your time here with your breath. Take it through to the other side. Maybe that looks like taking your hands for a three-legged dog with the right leg floating. Maybe just step it back to down dog for three breaths. And the left leg steps forward for your warrior one on this side. One inhale, and then you take it down through to your down dog. Very good. Good work. Your body's heating up. Maybe your space has got a heater in it. Maybe you're in the sunshine. And you're warming up from the inside all the way to the out, to your outer skin. Feet together. Keep your right leg up to the sky. Engage the muscles to the bones here. Engage them, pull them in. And then bend your right knee and then get really high on your left heel. Lift the left heel a lot. Left hand may even come back a little bit if you're going to flip your dog. You can stay right here and not flip at all. You can drop the left knee to the earth also. Here for the flip dog, arm reaches up and over for four. And you go to your, level, your comfort. Like you don't need to go and push yourself. We're building strength. We're building vitality. And then inhale, look up. Bring your hand up and then look down and bring your feet around so you're in a high plank. Feet together. Side plank, right arm is anchored. So you might bring your right knee down or stack the left leg over the right leg. Maybe the left leg floats in space. Maybe it takes a tree pose. Maybe your left arm reaches straight up or maybe it reaches over. Maybe it's doing circles. I don't know, but breathe. Three, two. Strength. Vitality, sense of ease, look to the mat, high plank to low plank, upward facing dog to downward facing dog. Take two cleansing breaths in your down dog. Inhale and let it go. Inhale, empty it out, feet together. Left leg sweeps up. Energetically pull the muscles to the bone. Pull the femur, the leg bone back into the hip socket and bend that knee. And then start to open it up. Stack the right heel over the toe mound to flip your dog. Drop the knee or just take your stretch to the degree that feels good for you right here, right now. We're here for four. Breathe. Two. Look down. Reach your arm up and over you go to high plank. Feet together. Bend it to the left. Left arm anchors. Left knee can come down or the right leg stacks. Arm, right arm reaches up and over. Maybe simply up, maybe do circles. I don't know. Does this side look different? Does it feel different? Does it matter? Three, two. Look down to your mat. Place your right hand down, high to low plank. Inhale, up dog to down dog. Feet together, sweep your right leg up. Bring your right knee to the left elbow. Squeeze it under the body, across underneath. Lift it up, inhale. Now bring it to the right armpit, right elbow, way up high, way up, as high as you can. And take it back. 
Now place that right foot as close as you can to your right wrist for crescent lunge. Keep your left heel lifted. Stay low for a moment. Stay low. Let the hips sink a little bit. Now take your arms like airplane arms beside you and pull the core in. Lift the core just a little bit, the chest off of the front thigh, and then sweep it up to a full crescent lunge. Inhale. Drink in your base. The back knee can be on the earth if needed. You can drop the left knee. Reaching the arms, pit of the belly in and up, hands to heart center, inhale, lengthen your spine, exhale, go ahead and take your twist, left elbow to the outside of your right thigh, maybe you go low, maybe you take slight in a forearm balance, maybe you stay high, breathing, exploring. Finding that sense of vitality with ease. Drink and ease, playing together in perfect harmony. On your next inhale, rise up to a full crescent, and then exhale, open to warrior two, and pause as your arms reach to the sides of your body, reaching away from the center line with your fingers. Just notice your right knee as it goes and tracks towards your pinky toe. Pull the right hip uh, in and under. Shoulder stacking over the hip. Reach your right palm up and over for reverse. Exalted warrior, reverse warrior. Three, two, and moving into extended side angle. Go ahead and rest your front right forearm on your front right thigh. Pause there, left hand can stay at the hip. Allow the left shoulder to open. Stack over. And then if you'd like to take a bind or a bird of paradise, we have four more breaths here. So find what you'd like to try out right now and go. Three, two, stillness is also a beautiful thing. You're gonna simply look down, frame the front foot, when you get down from your bird of paradise, step it back. You'll be in a high plank. Go on through to your low plank. Upward facing dog to downward facing dog. Ha. Feet together. Lift your left leg up. Big breath in. Now pull that knee across underneath your body to the opposite armpit or elbow. Squeeze it in. Core engaged. Squeeze. Now take it up and back. Inhale. Pull it towards your left elbow, left armpit. Squeeze, squeeze, round the upper back, push the earth away, and then take it up and back, inhale, and then try to bring it in towards that left elbow, left knee, unhinge the left knee, and drop the foot, pause, stay low, drop the hip, arms by your side, start to peel your torso off the front thigh, and rise up fully, full crescent, inhale. Pause here. The right knee can be on the earth as needed. Take your pose. Take your seat in the pose. Move the heart center. Pause for a moment. Lengthen your spine. And then take your twist on this side. Right elbow to the outside of your left thigh. Maybe, maybe take a forearm balance, scissor leg. Maybe keep it high. Three. Two. On your next inhale, full crescent. 
And then opening to warrior two, drop your right foot down to the toes are facing the right side, long edge of your mat. Left knee is tracking towards your pinky toe and your shoulders are stacking over the pelvis. And you drag your feet energetically towards one another as if you're gonna wrinkle up what's between your feet. And soften the shoulders while you're finding the strength and stability in the legs. Left palm reaches up and goes back. Somewhere in a hurry to get there. There we go. Mm -hmm. Three, two. Stay here if you'd like it. Another breath or two. We're moving into extended side angle. Resting the front left forearm onto the upper front left thigh. Or you can take the ankle with your left hand. Right arm can sweep up and over. Or you can take a bind and go for your bird of paradise. We're here for four more breaths. Soften your jaw. And the fourth exhale, looking down, framing the front foot, stepping it back high to low plank, moving through to your downward facing dog. Good work. Let everything go here with your exhale. Everything you've done to this point, let it go. On your next exhale, fully empty, bringing your feet forward. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, fold it in, chin towards your chest. Find chair pose. Bend your knees, sweep your arms up by your ears. Maybe you have cactus arms, maybe they're reaching. Maybe you have a big V and your elbows are straightening to your degree. Hands to heart center, pause. Inhaling in. We're taking our twist here. So the left elbow is going to come towards the outside of your right leg. Hips are lower than the chest. Maybe you keep it high. Maybe you take side crow. We're here for four more breaths. Just pour weight into the right leg and let the left toes get light. You can become a crane. No, those are flamingos. You can become a flamingo. Yes, you can become a pink flamingo. Looking down, release into a forward fold. Take your feet hip-width distance apart. Grab your big toes with your peace fingers. Palms will be facing one another. Soften the knees generously. Halfway lift, inhale. And as you exhale, go ahead and drop the crown of your head down. Let the elbows gently pull east to west. Use your core as it's engaging, lifting in and up to pull you down your thighs a little bit more. So the stretch is the whole back body. From the heels, the back of the heels, through your your calves, the hamstrings, the low back, all the way up to the neck. And release your big toes and pull your feet back towards one another as you find your chair on your next inhale. Pause in your chair pose. Not the breath, just the seat of the pose. And gently bring your hands to heart center. Prepare your body for the twist as you inhale, lengthening the spine. And then take the twist, same as all you did on the other side. Maybe it's a high twist. Maybe it's a low twist. Maybe it's a, um, you're a forearm balance. Perhaps 
Pure Flamingo. And it's okay to be a sloppy flamingo too, by the way. Hips are lower than the heart. So we wanna get the heart pretty high up there. And then release into a forward fold, let it go. Take your feet hip width distance apart. You can take your big toes again, or you can place your hands right under your feet. So the toes are up towards the wrist, yogi's choice. Inhale, halfway lift, soften the knee. And fold forward. Elbows gently pull east to west. your head dangle. Let go of the back of the neck. If you can, to some degree, it's like we're holding on to that rope with a grip that's so tight. Can we just release like one finger of that grip right here in the neck? And just allow anything that doesn't serve your highest and best good to roll off your back, onto the shoulders, onto the floor. And then releasing your grip or your hands, Malasana squat or find flight in crow or crane. Five breaths, so maybe you do crow push-ups or maybe you're just practicing crow for the first time and you just lift one toe up as you move weight forward onto the triceps. So it's like chaturanga arms, core's engaged. Everything needs to be pulling into the center to make this pose light. Otherwise, legs come, your feet come far apart and Squat into a Malasana squat. Even you can have a, um, a pillow under you or a block, whatever you may have around to sit on, or not sitting on anything, depending on your range of motion. On your fifth exhale, go ahead and find your way down to downward facing dog. And there's no hurry. No hurry, just arrive. We're moving towards our standing series. So bring your feet forward. Maybe step, you float, you hop. Our wrists are going to get a bit of a rest. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, fold. As your feet are together, rise up with a flat back, reach your arms. And prepare for eagle as you soften the left knee and reach your right leg up and over. And then your right arm floats under your left arm. If you have any rotator cuff issues, please keep the elbows below shoulder level. If there's no issues in your shoulder, maybe you can reach your elbows up and forearms press away. If you can't take the bind, that's cool. Just reach your hands for opposite shoulder blades and breathe here. Three, two, sink on your next little bit of inhale, exhale, rise up, full extension, bring your right foot down, prepare your body for the left side. It's like one fell swoop possibly, or maybe you just take your legs and then your arms. Maybe your left foot is on a block to the outside of your right foot or to the inside. So there's all kinds of variations, props and tools you can use. We're here for three more rounds of breath, taking it to your full expression of the pose. And then releasing it and reaching your arms up, 
Take it to the other side. Plant your left foot, right leg comes over the left, right arm under the left, and perhaps this pose looks the same, or your elbows can come to the knees and you pause. Four. Core engaged. Three. Two. Think a little bit on your exhale. Leap up on your inhale, plant your right foot next to your left foot. Take it to the other side. The right foot gets rooted down, left leg gets light, floats over, left arm under, maybe elbows to knees and pause. The breath keeps moving. It's intentional and purposeful. You're pulling it in through the nose and you're pressing it out using your diaphragm. The pit of your belly is lifting in and up. And on your fifth exhale, release, sweep up, inhale, arms reaching, left foot planting, and hands through, heart center, to the sides for Tadasana. Feel, feel your feet on the earth. Feel the engagement of your legs. We're going to go for standing leg raise. So you can sweep your arms up if you'd like. Bring the right leg with you. Flex the front right foot. Hands through heart center to the waist. Stand tall, shoulder blades onto the back body. Knit the front floating ribs in. You can take that right foot with your right hand or the front of your right shin and fully direct it out to the side of your body. Maybe you gaze over the left. Maybe your left arm is there for balance. We're here for four, three, two, Bring everything forward, that right leg forward. Maybe you even extend the right toes up. See how straight you can get that right leg. Arms reaching. Soften both knees, airplane. Five breaths. Palms facing down. Soften the elbows a little bit. Really dial in those shoulder blades onto one another as your shoulders have an external rotation. And then you can straighten through those forearms. On your next inhale, bring hands to heart center, setting up for half moon, a block beneath the left fingertips, about 12 inches in front of your pinky toe side of the left foot would be awesome. Maybe the right hand just comes to the right hip and it starts to open the hip. Flex the right toes, so really come into the legs. The muscles of the legs are squeezing in as well as your arms. The right arm can sweep up maybe if you want to take Sugar cane, grab the back foot, you can. Three, two, release everything back into an airplane-ish. So you can square the hips, bring the right foot down, rise up. Tadasana. We're gonna pour the weight into the right side as you sweep your left, your arms up and your left leg up, flex the left foot. Reach up through the fingers, reach up through the crown, hands through heart center, stay tall, hands to the waist. Maybe you take the left toes with your left hand. Maybe you take your left shin. Bring the left shoulder back. Don't lose integration. If you do, bring it back. And then go ahead and take the left leg out to the side body. The right arm perhaps can be extended for extra balance. If your balance is like not challenged at all, take your gaze over the left shoulder. Bring everything to center. Reach your arms up. Straighten that left leg. Maybe if it was bent, soften both knees and come into your airplane. 
really feeling the shoulder blades, the rhomboids going onto the back, pressing into the thoracic spine towards your heart center, and then knitting the front floating ribs in. Engage your leg muscles to bones. Chest is higher than the waist, so your airplane's floating upwards. Hands to heart center, pause, setting up for half moon on this side. Now your right fingertips may just be in space and not reaching towards the block. Block is more stability and it, it helps you kind of go deeper sometimes into a pose using props. I love props because I really tend to get deeper in poses. We're starting to stack the left hip over the right, possibly the left shoulder over the right. Breathing. Maybe the gaze can go up to the upper thumb. It's possible. Anything is possible. Maybe you've bound this one. Maybe you've reached in back to the ankle. Three, or the foot. Two, come back into an airplane itch and drop the left foot down, rise up to Chadasana. We're going in to our dancer's pose with or without a strap. With a strap, you're gonna put it right under the ball of your right foot. Your hand, right hand's gonna be on that strap. You're gonna take your right arm back behind you, hold the strap. Otherwise, arms reaching up. Left palm stays up, right arm sweeps back, grab the right foot. Either way you're going, reach up, get long, and then take the pose by kicking into the strap or kicking into the hand. Three. Core engaged. Two. Using walls are awesome. You're slowly going to transition. This transition is a pose. As you release out of this side, you go right to the other side. So your left hand reaches up, or you set it up for the strap. And you take the pose. Find your seat in the pose. Taking the seat is like taking a stand, like you're in it to win it. You're in it. You're full commitment. Three. Two. And the commitment, even if you fail, you come back to it. Because failure is also an awesome word. It's not a bad word. Go back to the other side. We get to do it twice. Failure is an opportunity to explore, to create possibility, to, to see what we are made of. Right side, dancers. On your fifth exhale, move it to the other side. That transition is a pose within a pose. Right side to the left side, reaching up and then taking your seat. Full commitment. When you're complete, you'll stand in Tadasana. Toes light, legs engaged, muscle to bone. Knees lifting up onto the quadriceps. Tailbone descending as you pull the pubic bone towards your belly button. Shoulders down and back, the shoulder blades coming onto the back body. Coming into tree on this side. Take your right foot, the inner left thigh. 
either above the knee or below the knee, or maybe you keep it like a kickstand to the ankle. Hands at heart center. You can stay right here. It's a beautiful pose. Maybe even start to close your eyes and use your, your mind's eye to see around your body in space. Otherwise, maybe you reach your arms up. Maybe you're in half lotus with your right leg. You take what feels best in your body right here. On your fifth exhale, lower the right leg. Go to the left foot to the inner right thigh, somewhere around, above, not on your knee. And then take your arms. Maybe they fly up. Maybe they're your branches as you root through the right foot as if both feet are down so the hips are level and you reach your branches up to the sky. Like a tree, strong, with vitality and life, with a sense of ease when the wind blows, steadiness. When you're complete, find Tadasana. From Tadasana, the front of your mat, if you've stepped away to a wall or a space that's not on your mat, bring your feet back to the front. Inhale, arms reach, palms facing, extended Tadasana. Maybe a little back bend. Swan dive, hands through heart center, yogi's choice, forward fold. Inhale to a halfway lift. Exhale, fold it down. We'll do one more halfway lift. Inhale, halfway lift. This time, plant your hands on the mat. Step it back to your down dog. Whether you float through a Chaturanga Dandasana or you simply step back. From our downward facing dog, we're going to take our right leg up to the sky. We're going to pull our right knee towards our armpit and shift our shoulders over the wrist, unhinge that right knee, and rise up to a warrior two. Drop the left foot and open the arms away from the body as they reach right and left, or east to west. Check out the front right knee. As we move into our triangle series, we want it to be tracking towards our pinky toe side. Pull the right hip under. Shoulders over, stacking, straighten the right leg. Reach your right fingers towards the face in front of you, and then drop your right hands to somewhere along your right shin, calf, a block, left arm reaches up, triangle. Lots of variations you can take with your arms, so make this yours. Breathe. Breathing. Two. Your breath is intentional, it hasn't changed. As if someone has your left wrist, they're gonna bring you back up to standing. Adjust your feet to the long edge of the mat. They're all 10 toes, eight toes and three toes. They're gonna to face the long edge of the left side of your mat. Tuck the heels slightly behind the big toe mound. Any arm variation you'd like. We're gonna do two of these. So if you'd like archer arms, patting the back and reaching around the other side. Inhale, open the front body. Soften the knees, hinge from the hip hinge as you fold forward. Once you're in the fold, you can straighten the legs to your degree. You can widen your stance. You can narrow your stance. 
shake your head out, reach over arm by, maybe your interlaced hands behind you, maybe you have a strap between your hands. Now, if you have a headstand in your practice, it can be accessed from here. In a headstand, slowly come back with the legs wide. And bringing your hands, maybe releasing the bind, bringing your hands to your waist, come up to a halfway lift. Pause for a moment. Pause. And then rise on up to stand. Still facing the side of your mat, let your arms float up like they have little balloons tied to the wrist. Reverse namaste behind the back. So palms. Touching, maybe the fingers face up, maybe the fingers face down. We're setting up the pyramid pose. Look to the front of your mat, place your right toes forward, pull the left foot in a little bit. Pull the right hip back a little bit. Inhale, open the lungs, open the heart, pull the pit of the belly in and up as you start to fold over the front leg. Your torso may be directly over it or it may be to the inside of it. If your range of motion allows, your forehead may be on your shin. Keep tapping the right hip back. Three, two, releasing the arm bind. If you have a block, you would place it to the inside or to the outside of your left foot, or your left hand can be at the top, I should say your right foot. The left hand should, would be at the top of your right ankle maybe as well. Right hand to the right hip, pull the right hip back a little bit. And then start to open up the shoulders. So the thoracic spine is getting a twist here, not the pelvis, not the low spine, just the mid spine up. Stay here. Three, two, and bring your hands to the mat, high to low plank. Stepping the right leg back. Moving through your Chaturanga Dandasana. And we'll take our warrior two on the left side. The left leg comes forward. Set it up, warrior two. In your warrior two, as your arms are floating by your sides, your shoulders are stacking over the hips. Again, we want to pay attention to the front knee. We want to just check in. Is the front knee tracking towards the pinky edge of your foot? Is the left hip pulling up and under your torso? Can you start to straighten that left knee, keeping it on that track, and then reaching your left fingers in front of you to the space in front of you so you can't reach any longer, and then dropping the left hand down towards the chin. The right arm may go up in space. The right hand may stay on your waist. Lots of variations with the arms. We're here for four more rounds of breath. Getting length in both of the side bodies, so allow the right ribs to lower towards the earth a little bit. Two. As if someone has your right wrist, they're gonna bring you up to stand, adjust your chin toes for a wide leg straddle forward fold. So long edge of your mat, heels tucked gently behind the big toe mound. Any arm variation you'd like to take on this side, inhale, lift the chest up, soften the knees, Exhale, fold.
Now for a bonus moment here for the next five breaths, maybe you want to take some right to left lunges, perhaps. Maybe you're still in your headstand, you want to hang out there. Maybe you just take a twist by placing one hand down right below the chest and you open the other arm up for a thoracic twist. If you're in an inversion, fully head in your headstand, bring it on down. Releasing any arm binds you may have. Go ahead and bring your hands to your waist and slowly come up to a halfway lift. Pause there. This will help you not get too dizzy as you breathe and rise up to stand slowly. And then let the arms float out to the sides and reverse namaste, fingers up or fingers down. And adjust your left foot to face the front edge of your mat. Bring your right leg in a little bit. So you want your back foot at like a 45 degree angle. Left hip taps back. Inhale, lift the chest, open the heart. Exhale, fold over the front thigh to your degree. So your range of motion here. Maybe the forehead touches down onto the shin. Maybe this is just too much for your arms and they just dangle beside you onto blocks. A really good yoga book out there called the Yoga Guidebook. There's lots of variation. I'll just plug that in right here. Relaxing <laughs> your arms down. Go ahead and bring your right hand down to a block. Left hand to the left hip, pull it back gently. Lengthen the spine. So now your torso is parallel to the earth and then take the twist to the thoracic in your twisting triangle. Looking down, release your twist. Hands frame the front foot and step back to a down dog. You can move through the Chaturanga Bandhasana. It's totally there for you. Come into a high plank. High push-up, high plank, low plank. Little push up section here. High plank. Four more. Low plank. Your version, maybe you're on knees. High plank. Three more. Low to high. Low, high, low, high, low, high. When you're complete here, maybe you want to do this for another 30 minutes, maybe. Otherwise, just rest one cheek to one side. <laughs> ah, nobody's still pumping. Okay. I guess that's, that's good. Yogis know when to rest. This is it. You've been at it for an hour. This is the time. Maybe you turn the other cheek, so to speak. Let your neck get a stretch on the other side.
And then we're gonna sit up for our locust pose. So we're gonna take our forehead or chin to the mat. And you can place your palms down like airplane arms next to long arms by the side body. Or you can bring them forward for super Wonder Woman or Superman. You can combine the two and make it one name. Engage your legs. So press the tops of your toes, like the toenail down the mat. Engage the legs. Maybe your knees even lift up a little bit. And then on your next inhale, rise the torso. So the legs lift torso, the chest lifts up. Now you're rooted down through the hip points, but you're rising up on either side, but your tailbone's still long. Three, pull the pit of the belly in and up. Two, big breaths here. Don't get shallow breathing now. And relax, sit down. Breathe in and breathe out. Next inhale, just go right into your next locus. Any arm variation you'd like, any variation with your legs. Maybe you want to keep them pressing down. Rise up, five. Maybe you want to, as if you were floating out of an airplane, bend the knees, soles of your feet facing upwards, cactus arms, just feel you're flying, you're solo flying. Two, engage that breath, pit of the belly in and up, and bring it down for a round of breath. In and out. Floor bow. Bend your knees. Take your hands back. Grab your ankles or your feet. And then readjust your knees to be like in line with the hips, the hip width. And then kick into the hands and open the front body and find the full pose. Five. You might be finding yourself rocking a little bit with your breath. Three. Two. And release. Maybe you do some windshield wipers or hip wiggles. Release the low back. And we go right back into it. Round two, floor bow. Kick into the hands. Floor bow. Rise up. Five. Four. Three. Knees in, knees in. Two, and relax into an upward-facing dog. Relax to an upward-facing dog. Five, four, maybe you let your hips move in like a hammock, like you're out at the ocean, left to right. And then slowly, using the hips, press up and back into your down dogs and lower your knees down to the mat. Maybe this is where you would like some padding on the knees. Rising up to stand on the knees, setting up for camel pose. Toes can be tucked or untucked. Knees can be padded or not padded. Hands behind your back like their hands are going into pockets, down or up. Or maybe you have your version of your arms. Inhale, lengthen the spine, and then go back evenly with both shoulders as you press the hips, staying over the knees. Three. Two, and as evenly as you can, both shoulders come up at the same time. Set your hips back down to your heels. Pause, close your eyes for one round of breath. Feel everything that's moving through your body right now. Round two, rise up, go right into the second camel. 
Big breath in, evenly as you go back with the shoulders. Grab the heels, maybe fingers to block. Three, two, turn the eyes up. Sitting back to hero's pose. Maybe on a block between your feet, your ankles. Maybe your, your booty sits between the heels just fine and you can do a full heroes by reclining back. If you have something under your sit bones, like a block, I wouldn't recline all the way back. Just go back to the degree you feel a good stretch in the front of your thighs, your quads. Four. Relax. If you're in a full, full heroes, just lengthen the tailbone towards your knees. And then slowly using your forearms to rise up, press up, and allow the feet to come around the front of your body so you can lie down on your back for bridge pose. A block is great. You can just take supported bridge. We have six more back bends to play with. The first one will be a bridge. So set your feet up. They're planted. They're uh, parallel to one another. They're by your sits bones, but not too close because you want your ankles under the knees. So maybe your fingers can just touch the heels. And then go ahead and start to peel the back up off the mat. Shimmy your shoulder blades towards one another. Do not turn your head in this pose. Maybe you clasp your fingers underneath your back as you press the hips up. Not too much pressure in the glutes. Work through the legs. Squeeze the legs, press them down, and make them work to press the hips up. And you keep the neck neutral, pressing into the back of the head and the back of the shoulders. The back of the neck has space underneath it. It's not touching or contacting the earth. Then lift your heels a lot and start to come down one vertebra at a time. One full breath in. One full breath out. Rise up, rise up, yogis. Bridge your wheel, bridge your wheel. Hands by your head if you're going into the full wheel. Maybe this bridge or this wheel, you take one leg up. Three, two. Bring it all back down to the earth. Full breath in, full breath out. Inhaling, take the next round, rise up. Maybe this side, you take the opposite leg up if you did on the other one. Maybe it's a bridge with a leg lifted. Maybe it's a wheel with a leg lifted. Go for it for three, two. Press down to root up and bring it all the way down. So I'm shortening our back bends by one or two or maybe three. We're gonna, this is it. This is the last one for this practice. So rise up, bridge your wheel, bridge your wheel. Go for it, yogis. We're here for 10 breaths. 10, you got this. Five. Four. Three. Press down to root up. Two. And slowly, slowly start to come down. Tuck the chin in. If you're in a full wheel, you're coming down. And Supta Baddha Konasana, folding your feet together, let your knees fall out to the sides of your body, palms beside your body, maybe one to your heart, one to your belly, just pause, close your eyes.
feel. Feel all the energy that just was released from your back bend. Hug the knees to your chest slowly. Begin to hug the knees in towards your chest slowly. Moving towards a gentle, happy baby. Your happy baby could be static. You could lengthen the tailbone while your hands are grabbing the outer edges of your feet and the knees are coming to the outer edges of your ribs. You can stay still or you can lengthen just like let the tailbone lift a little bit and rock and roll right to left. That feels pretty good too. We're going to take our legs straight up to the sky. Interlace your hands behind your head. Flex your feet. Engage the legs a lot. Lift your shoulder blades up off the mat a little bit. So you're at your lowest, you're not gonna go any lower and you start to pulse the chest up, elbows wide, little pulses, little pulses straight up. Up to the ceiling, your toes are reaching towards your chest. Now if you wanna add the pelvis, little hip movement, it wouldn't be a lot, it would just be a little micro lift and lift and lift. Both ends are lifting, you're squeezing your core, keep going, breathe and push and push and lift, lift. Go for it, yogis. Inviting the core to get strong. It's already warm. It's so ready for the core work right here, right now. Keeping the legs up, relax your head. Bring your hands under your hips. Keep the feet engaged and start to squeeze the leg muscles to the bones if they've gotten a little soft there and drop your legs a third of the way towards the earth and pull the pit of the belly in and up. Pause, pause, hover, hover. And then begin to lower a little bit more, a little bit more, just and then pause. Pause, you're like 30% now. You're not towards the earth yet, not yet. And then the heels come down towards the earth, but don't touch the floor, don't touch the floor, don't touch it, it's hot. You can even look at your toes, see how pretty they are. Maybe you need to give yourself a pedicure. Three, two, slowly rise them up. Five, no hurry, four, two, Two and one. Go ahead and bend your knees and take your bicycle. So arms would come back behind your head. You can do full bicycles, right, left, right, left, or you can do little mini bicycles by keeping your hands right at the upper thighs, right by your knees, and doing little mini, I call them insect cycles. We'll only be here for another 30 minutes, so just keep your cycles going. 30 minutes. And then rock and roll on your spine as it feels amazing. Rock up and back to boat pose. Boat pose, maybe take three rocks. It's really good for your central nervous system, I've been told. Kind of gives it a little massage. And then pause in your boat pose. So your knees can be bent. Your feet can even be on the ground if need be. Your hands can be holding the backs of your legs. Or maybe your arms are straight. Maybe you're rowing your boat. Maybe you're using one oar or maybe it's a double oar. And you just, whatever those are called. You can tell I don't get in the canoe very often. Breathe. 
we'll just keep this up for another, you guys, 90 seconds, maybe 30 seconds. Okay, keep it going. You've got this. You know that the dessert is coming. It's almost here. You can probably smell the brownies in the oven right now. Maybe brownies aren't your favorite thing. You can probably smell whatever your dessert is at the moment. Maybe it's ice cream. I don't know. Relax, relax, relax. Oh, we're going to find our pigeon. So half pigeon. So that could be seated half pigeon, just placing your feet on the floor, crossing your right ankle over the left side. It could be reclined pigeon where you're on your back. Same thing, right ankle over the left thigh, and you just thread the needle. Maybe it's half pigeon on the earth, so the right foot is by your left wrist, and your right knee would be by your right, and you just fold over into a half pigeon. So find your favorite pigeon on the right side. If you're totally lost, just lie down, cross your right ankle over the left thigh, and, and hug the left shin in. You'll get your right hip stretched right there. Hmm. Notice if you need to bring vitality, strength, power to this pose. If you've relaxed too much and you've decided the practice is just over now and you're all just resting into it, or can you still bring some power into it and find a sense of ease, maybe in your jaw that's not working right now, or your shoulders? Go ahead and slowly, gently, no hurry, moving to the other side. Again, this is a transitional pose. So there is no hurry, like maybe even closing your eyes and feeling what your body's whispers are asking of you right now. How can you transition to the other side in a gentle, loving, kindness way for yourself? And then fully invite the pose in. Land in it. Take your seat fully on this left side. Slowly, slowly start to come out of this pose to a seated legs in front of you, extended in front of you pose. There's no hurry, working your way to that space. So staff pose, if you need to sit on something for your sit bones, so your low back, your low back is um, not compromised at all. 
then your arms may reach up by your ears, or maybe they just are still by your side. So you're inhaling, you're lengthening the spine. As you exhale, you start to fold forward over the front leg. So I would take it slow and easy, no hurry. Allow your torso to rest over the front thighs. If you need a block or something or a pillow or a bolster to support your head, your forehead, or maybe you can allow the head to drop after you've gotten into the pose. Your knees may be softened, bent. You may even have something under your knees. Relax in this pose. Can you find a sense of peace while you're strengthening this vitality? Slowly, as you release this pose, coming into a reverse tabletop, placing your hands by your sides of your body, or you can come into fish pose, yogi's choice, planting your feet on the earth for a reverse tabletop, just lift your hips up. It actually will look like a reverse tabletop. Three more rounds of breath. And slowly bring it all the way back down to the earth. And lie down on the back body. Windshield wiping the legs might feel amazing right here, right now. We're preparing our bodies for inversions. So if you are in one who loves to do handstands or forearms or Headstands, this is your opportunity to fully take those poses. You could also simply take legs up, which is awesome. Taking a block if you have it under the sacrum, just letting your legs go up. It's also known as legs up the wall, Vipri Karani, waterfall, shoulder stands. We're here for 60 seconds. If you went to shoulder stand, you might want plow pose. If you're still on a headstand, you can stay. Plow pose is a lovely pose to be in for about seven to ten breaths. And sometimes if you're in a yin practice, you can just linger there for a minute. Three, seven minutes. Death man's pose perhaps is there for you. If you are in an inversion with a headstand, you might want to start coming down towards your child's pose. And if you're wrapped up in deaf man's pose, come on all the way down. And everyone finding their back for their twist. So I'm just going to leave the twist open to you. Um, what feels best? You can simple twist is just bringing the knees over and dropping them to the right side, looking over your left side. So um, you can also toe heel your feet to the outer edges of your mat and just drop them to the right. 
Flip over your left. Slowly moving to the center. With your inhale, you might need to move your hips over a little bit, readjust. So what's essentially happening are the hips are stacking. So the twist is happening again in the thoracic. And you land on this side. And close your eyes. And slowly, when you feel you've had the same amount of time on this side, coming back to the center. Maybe another happy baby. And you take the outer edges of your feet to the legs down by the rib cage, to the outer sides of the body. Moving towards Shavasana, it's nice to move into a supta baddha konasana, fold your feet together first. If you have a blanket or something to cover your torso up with. So if you bring the soles of your feet together and let the knees fall out to start your um, shavasana, it'd be about five to 10 breaths and then you would straighten your legs up. Or maybe you stay there the whole time. Shavasana can also be with the legs up the wall around the block again. So your shavasana, you want it to be super comfy. Warm, comfortable, relaxing, palms facing up. So you can externally rotate those shoulders. Maybe press the back of the head into the earth and bring the shoulder blades towards one another. Let the legs fall away from one another. Take a deep breath into your nose. Exhale out your mouth. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. And exhale, let it go. Relax. Let your eyes soften, your facial muscles soften, your jaw soften. 
Relax your shoulder blades. Relax the muscles. Let them fall away from the bone. Be in this space. This space of peace. Mixed with strength and vitality. The balance of empowerment. Begin to deepen your breath. Bring your awareness back to this space, the floor beneath you, the ceiling, the sky above you, 
the walls around you. Begin to bring awareness to your fingers and your toes. Maybe a full body stretch as you reach your arms overhead, bring your ankles in towards one another. Big stretch. And as you exhale, maybe hug the knees into your chest to give yourself a cuddle this morning. And then rolling over to either side, right or left, into a fetal position, just curling up for a moment. And in this moment of gratitude, what are you grateful for right now? Pressing up to a seated position of your choice, please bring your hands to your heart center, prayer-like hands, eyes closed, chin slightly tucked in. We'll take a deep breath in. And a full exhale out your mouth. Take a deep breath in. And a full exhale. Option to own. Inhale. Thank you for sharing. Your presence with me this morning. Delight in the honor of life in each and every one of you. You can leave your thumbs at heart center, bring them to your forehead center, touching in with gratitude, love, and light. Namaste.